0: welcome to the Movies Past and Present podcast. It's February 7th, 2019, and this is episode 11. I'm your host, Stanford Clark, and I'm podcasting from the Crossroads of the West in beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. Just like my blog, MoviesPastAndPresent.com, I'll be providing recommendations, commentary, and reviews about current and classic cinema. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get started. We've got four big films opening up in theaters this weekend. First up is The Lego Movie, The Second Part, which is an animated film from Warner Brothers Pictures and the Warner Animation Group. This is a sequel to the original Lego movie from 2014. And it looks like the the majority of the creative team of that original film is back. the summary says it's been five years since everything was awesome and the citizens are now facing a huge new threat. Lego Duplo invaders from outer space, wrecking everything faster than it can be rebuilt. Uh, so um, characters back are Emmett, of course, uh, who's uh, again voiced by Chris Pratt. Lucy, also known as Wildstyle, again voiced by Elizabeth Banks. Batman, thank goodness, (laughs) because Lego Batman is so fun. Uh, Again, voiced by Will Arnett. Benny the Astronaut, voiced again by Charlie Day. Uh, So the characters are back. They uh, uh, are going to go to unexplored worlds, including a galaxy filled with fantastic planets, strange characters, and catchy new songs that will test their courage, creativity, and mastery-building skills and reveal just how special they really are. So, anyway, I think it should be family-friendly fun and another big hit. The Lego Movie 2, the second part, is rated PG by the Motion Picture Association of America for mild action and rude humor. Next up is What Men Want, which is a comedy from Paramount Pictures. It's directed by Adam Shankman, and this film stars Taraji P. Henson, as she plays a successful sports agent who is constantly boxed out by her male colleagues. And when she's passed up for a promotion that she's, that is well-deserved, she really, really starts to question what is needed to succeed in a man's world. And by some crazy stuff uh, and some kind of an accident that happens to her, she gains the ability to hear men's thoughts. So, with this newfound power, she looks to outsmart her colleagues as she as she uh, is racing to sign another sports superstar there with her uh, in the agency that she works in. Uh, but then, you know, this looks like it puts her relationship uh, with her friends and a potential new love interest played by Aldous Hodge to the test. So, uh, this movie also stars Josh Brenner and Tracy Morgan and a whole bunch of other people. I think some... Current former athletes show up and a lot, a lot of different actors and, and whatnot. Uh, it, uh, it's rated R by the Motion Picture Association of America for language and sexual content throughout and some drug material. From what I've seen in the trailers, it looks very R-rated. Next up is The Prodigy, which is a horror film from Orion Pictures. Uh, from the trailers, this looks like it's Uh, The Omen, you know, Rosemary's Baby. (laughs) Actually, she had the baby. (laughs) I don't know. It looks dark. Uh, It's a, you know, it's a horror film. It's rated R by the Motion Picture Association of America for violence, disturbing and bloody images, a sexual reference, and brief graphic nudity. And I'm going to pass on that one for sure. Uh, Next up is Cold Pursuit, which is an action thriller from Summit Entertainment. It's directed by Hans Petter Mullend. Uh It's stars Liam Neeson and uh, he's a family man with a quiet life up somewhere north it looks to me like it's probably Alaska. Uh, his, he's married to a, a woman played by Laura Dern and their life gets un, gets upended following the mysterious death of their son and so uh liam neeson's character decides to take uh, the law into his own hands and goes on a vengeful hunt for uh, a drug lord he believes that's connected to his death and uh as you know each of these drug lords associates begin to quote unquote disappear Liam Neeson's character goes from upstanding citizen to an ice-cold vigilante, letting nothing get in his way. So this film looks to me to be the kind of film like Taken or some of these other Liam Meeson films that typically get released in January. So I don't know, they were kind of slacking releasing this film in February. It's a month late. Uh, cold Pursuit is rated R by the Motion Picture Association of America for Strong Violence. Drug material and some language, including sexual references. So, those are four films, four new films to choose from this weekend The Lego Movie, the second part, What Men Want, The Prodigy, and Cold Pursuit. In reviews this week, uh The crime drama Destroyer, which stars Nicole Kidman, finally showed up in our market. As you know uh, here in Salt Lake City, sometimes some of these more uh, uh, obscure films it, it takes a, a few weeks to get to get here. So this film uh, was, was very was interesting. Uh, mentioned it stars Nicole Kidman. And she's rather unrecognizable. I think that's one of the things that people have talked about in, in the movie, that it's, it, it's quite a gritty role for her. And, and, and uh, this character that she plays, she's a, she's a detective. And she and her colleague, who's played by Sebastian Stan, they, uh, they get in a little too deep with, with this, uh, bank robbing ring that, the uh, that they're trying to bring down and, uh, some bad stuff happens. So, so this story is told both, it's, it's basically kind of a scattered flashback and, and the story reveals itself, uh, through, through time, both back in the past, as we learn more about this, this, uh, crime ring takedown that, went wrong and then what Nicole Kidman is doing about it in the future or or, or I guess you know in, in present day when you sh- when they show these flashbacks you can tell it's Nicole Kidman she's she's got a wig on you know some darker hair and whatnot but holy smokes as you as you might have seen when they show the show present day this present day character she's hardly recognizable and they did a lot of different things with her makeup and her hair of course but Uh, just, and, and I wonder if she's in some kind of contacts or something. Cause, uh, boy, this, this, uh, character's been, been through a lot. (laughs) Uh, the movie was interesting. I mean, the, the narrative, the, again, with the narrative, how it bounces back and forth between present day and, and, and the past and things get slowly revealed, uh, you know, super gritty, very R-rated. Uh, I-, I admired Nicole's performance, but I didn't really in- enjoy the film. Again, not that it's a going to be a happy film that you're just going to love, but but uh, it was not. I just didn't think it was that that great, and it was and it was missing something. There was talk that maybe Nicole Kidman had been snubbed for an Academy Award for the role, and I think had it been a better film, maybe it would have been a snub. But it's, I just didn't think that uh, that it was that uh, that great of a film. Um, so I, I uh, believe I I gave it two and a half stars, and it uh, again. Kudos to Nicole Kidman for for being brave and and, and trying something different, but just not not, not the greatest crime drama. So uh, anyway, that's Destroyer. For Classic Cinema Corner this week, I just want to continue talking and touting the upcoming Criterion channel that uh, is going to launch on April 8th but if you sign up now they are letting you watch one movie a week on their website and as well as the supplemental materials that they have prepared for it so so the movie that they that they made available last week was a 1976 crime drama called Mikey and Nikki now, this is a film that I hadn't heard of before, so uh, I was happy to to learn about it and and, and to check it out. Uh, again, I watched it on the website, CriterionChannel.com. I'll have links to this in my on, in my podcast notes on my website. But uh, so recently, the, in fact, I think it was in, in January, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the Criterion collection made this movie available for purchase on blu-ray and dvd and then i wouldn't be surprised if they have it as one of the titles available on on the website when it on excuse me on their streaming service when when the new criterion channel launches on april 8th so uh mikey and Nikki, it's it's uh as i mentioned a, a crime drama from the 70s written and directed by elaine may now uh, from what I learned, that this film was under-appreciate, underappreciated at the time for, for probably multiple reasons, but one of them was people were much more familiar with Elaine May doing comedy. Uh, she's very famous for her improv work that she did with Mike Nichols with the Compass Players in Chicago. And then uh, her first two films that she had directed... Uh, a New Leaf and The Heartbreak Kid that were uh, successful films were comedies or dark comedies. And so for this, for this uh, crime movie to come out, I think that that probably could have possibly been jarring to, to audiences. But what here's what the Criterion Collection had to say about it. Elaine May crafted a gangster film like no other in the nocturnal odyssey Mikey and Nicky, capitalizing on the chemistry between frequent collaborators John Cassavetes and Peter Falk uh, by casting them together as small-time mobsters whose lifelong relationship has turned sour. Set over the course of one night, this restless drama finds Nicky, who's played by John Cassavetes, holed up in a hotel after the boss he stole money from puts a hit out on him. Terrified, he calls on Mikey, who's played by Peter Falk, uh, the one person he thinks that can save him. Scripted to match the live-wire energy of its stars, alongside supporting players Ned Beatty, Joyce Van Patten, and Carol Grace, and inspired by real-life characters from May's own childhood, this unbridled portrait of male friendship turned tragic is an unsung masterpiece of American cinema. I... I would concur. <laughs> what, the, what the good folks at, at, at uh, Criterion had to say a, about this—it's really an unusual gangster film. It's—it's it's almost like it's—it's it's almost like a character study. Pretty much, both John Cassavetes and Peter Falk are, are just in every scene of this film, and it's pretty intense. These guys are lifelong friends, and it's that's got everything. Uh, and everything that goes with that, you know, both the the love and devotion, as well as the frustration and 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 lack of lack of patience, uh, and uh, the performances are outstanding. Uh, John Cassavetti's both both from John Cazavetti's and Peter Falk. Uh, you know, Peter Falk, you're so accustomed to seeing him as as like Columbo, you know, into these other. Uh, detectives and so to have him play a mobster, I thought was was uh, pretty cool. And also, as you know, they had mentioned uh, Elaine May had a had a a relative. I th- think I read it was her uncle who was involved with the mob, and so she saw some of this or experienced some of this, uh, maybe indirectly, but. It provided a more human type of insight into this, and uh, again, it's a, you know it's a tragedy, but uh, I I thought it was a really really a fascinating film. So hopefully, it's going to be available on the on the Criterion uh, Channel when when it when it launches. And you can check out Mikey and Nikki. For recommendations, I was noticing that when I was looking at the time, you know, or the movies pl- opening up this weekend, that the documentary they shall not grow old was going to be playing at uh, a local theater here in salt lake city and i was so happy that to know that that film is is getting a wider distribution so hopefully it's playing in your market but and hopefully you've heard about it so this film they shall not grow old is a documentary that was made by peter jackson Who's the director of the Lord of the Rings movies, and uh, it's really an extraordinary view into World War One and and particularly the British involvement in World War One. Uh, Peter Jackson has has had a fascination with the war. He's had family he had family members that had participated, and uh, what he and his team did is they immersed themselves at the Imperial War Museum archives there in the UK. And uh, the BBC many years ago uh, did a bunch of oral histories of men that fought in World War One, And so they used a combination of photographs and, and film footage, and then the narrators are just these Histories that they, that these soldiers gave, and so it provides us this very, you know, matter of fact and a very personal account of 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 the war that I don't think has has really been seen. One of the brilliant things that they did was they took the, that film footage, and probably a lot of that film footage that you've seen, it's at a higher speed and so it almost looks like the people are walking in fat you know in a faster motion than in reality and they slowed it down they colorized it and same with the photo still photographs and so it's just like this whole experience it it uh comes to life and it almost makes it look like it was you know the, the this film footage was just shot uh it it reveals you know new details and just nuanced things that you just might not see. And it also helps of course to see it on, on a giant movie on a giant movie screen. Uh, just cause, you know, the talk about magnification, right? So uh, just you know one of the one of the quotes here from from the press material saying reaching into the mists of time, Jackson aims to give these men voices, investigate the hopes and fears of the veterans the humility and humanity that represented a generation changed forever by a global war. So, uh, definitely check out, they shall not grow old. If that's your thing, uh, it's pretty graphic, you know, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's the war, so it's, a, uh, it's, they're pretty unflinching with that. Uh, but I, I found it to be a, a really compelling. And educational uh, and fascinating film well thanks so much for listening appreciate your support and uh, hope you have uh, fun of the movies this weekend thanks